Hello, I'm Patrick Chavis, and you're listening to LA Theater Bites' review of The Zip Code Plays, a collection of audio plays connected through the city of Los Angeles, put on by the Antietist Theater Company in Glendale, California. The Zip Code Plays are posted online for free on the Antietist website. There's a total of six audio plays to listen to. Each play is around 20 minutes. The longest one is about 30 minutes. The first play I listened to was Speakeasy, and the play is set in 1956 in South Central Los Angeles. After years of living abroad in Paris for a year and more, Leon, played by Lloyd Robertson II, has arrived back home to South Central Los Angeles after successfully following his dream to be a writer and escaping the racism he found himself exposed to in America. But after years away from his wife, Bird, played by Marla Wyatt, who stayed in South Central, have things changed too much for them to stay together? What I like about Speakeasy is it not only tells a dramatic story and the character's drama is relatable and understandable, it paints a picture of African-American life not only in the 1950s, but even more specifically how it was in Los Angeles at the time. And even though you were African-American in L.A., you were still affected by what was going on in Alabama with Martin Luther King, states apart from each other. It also touches on the African-American experience, which left America for other places like Paris to find a better life. Play touches on all of these topics, but it's not ham-fested into the narrative. The drama plays out, and these are just added parts of the story. At only 20 minutes, Speakeasy is a tight but well-executed audio play, but it leaves the listener with some obvious questions afterwards that never get resolved. I give Speakeasy a 7 out of 10. It's an average show. Next, the play in the 90272 Pacific Palisades, Annexing the Palisades, is a chilling tale based on a true story in 1939. Wealthy eccentrics Norman Stevens, played by Harry Groner, and his wife Winona, played by Nike Dukas, invites Joseph Kurtz, played by Adrian Luttrell. They recently bought 50 acres that used to be owned by the famous actor Will Rogers, and they need Kurtz, a well-known woodcarver in the area, to form the stairs. While Kurtz learns more about the job and the people, things become quite tense. I can't give a lot of detail about this story because it would ruin the story, and I'm not about that. But like I said before, this story is chilling, engaging the entire time. While this play isn't very long, it's still, in my opinion, slow-burning in a way, but it doesn't get boring or stagnant, which can happen with this type of storytelling. Anne Noble directs a powerful short little play here. It told the full story in a short amount of time, which is crazy challenging. It intrigued me. I gasped. It brought up interesting points. I give Annexing the Palisades an 8.5 out of 10. It's a great show. Next on my review list, 90403 Santa Monica Plucker. This comical play is set in Santa Monica, and they don't give a time, but it sounds like it's set in the modern day. Mina, played by... Kavi Ramachandran Ladinir is in a trial because she picked blueberries illegally. Mina is part of a group called the Pluckers, a name for people who take fruit from other people's yards. Mina defends herself the best she can against Miss Goldman, played by Verilyn Jones, and Alderman Cal, played by Marcello Turbert. This satirical play looks at class and how serious people will take trivial things. In this play, the trivial things are a few blueberries from a tree. While the goal of this play seems to make fun of how trivial we can be in this society, it's hard to laugh or find it that funny when this ridiculous story seems so true to life in some ways. Ultimately, though, for me, while the situation and the discussion in this play are ridiculous and a good setup for comedy, we aren't with Mina or the characters long enough to know what makes them tick, and knowing them a little more with the ridiculous situation and the dialogue would have made Plucker a lot funnier. I give 904 
Plucker, a 6.4 out of 10. It's okay. 90024 Westwood, all information herein is classified, is about an ongoing FBI investigation surrounding an 80-year-old Westwood resident, Eleanor Pinder McAdams, played by Don Didowick, who's suspected of being in cahoots with a group of possible terrorists during the recent protests that went on this year in 2020. We listen to different recordings of Eleanor talking to the FBI agents and her daughter, and we get an intimate look into her mindset, why she does what she does, and the complexities of finding the truth. Dawn Didwick is excellent in this, and I found myself laughing and understanding this old lady's point of view, even when I understood the agent's perspective as well. There's a lot to unpack in this one, but it's worthwhile and creatively put together. I give 90024 Westwood an 8 out of 10. It's a good show. 91352 Sun Valley Salvage. This play centers around Martha, a music teacher who's nearly blind, played by Gigi Birmingham, and her former student Billy, played by John Chaffin. They arrive at a junkyard, and Billy does his best to help Gigi find a part for her 1998 Subaru. On the way to finding the part, the two reconnect. Besides the will they, won't they potential embedded in this story, there's very little excitement, action, or intrigue at all in this play. It felt pretty garden variety as a simple slice of life story, but the voice acting is good and it does tell a story. I give 91352 Sun Valley Salvage a 6.3 out of 10. It's okay. The last audio play is 90012 DTLA, Downtown LA, Clara and Sarah and the Talking Bear. A bit of magic is used in this next play where historical statues come to life and they discuss the past in a serious but comical way since, I mean, these are statues and one of them is a bear. The situation of talking statues having a deep discussion is a great setup for a play and even an audio play in this situation. That being said, I think the playwright hangs their hat on the weird situation being funny and not making the play very funny. There's no stakes in this play, just a good conversation to think about. I give 90012 Downtown LA, Clara and Sarah, and the Talking Bear a 6 out of 10. It's okay. While I didn't enjoy all of these plays, all of these plays had quality audio and presentation because of a talented, creative crew. Ramon de Acampos was the series host. The audio producer was Jeff Gardner. Original music by Ellen Mandel. Audio editor Adam Macias. And dramaturg Ryan McCree. As always, thank you for listening. If you like LA Theater Bites, subscribe and leave us a review on the podcast. Stay safe out there.